0: hey welcome back to another episode of marketing management and money. I am your host Ryan Murray and I'm your host Ryan Owens. today we're going to talk about a saying that you say all the time this is something that I kind of picked yeah. up from you and it's it's a simple saying it's a little bit cliche however it's it's got a lot a, a lot of, of of good management sense for small businesses here Oh yeah so
1: since it's your saying, I'm I'm going to let you say it. Oh, how kind of you. I know. <laughs> so the saying is slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. Right. And this saying has like, it, it, it honestly has changed my life. It, I've, I will attribute the coming of age in a lot of <laughs> ways that I went through or arrived at, or am going through. I don't know. I, I was going to say arrived. Just started last in, week for yeah, the seventh time. Right. <laughs> um, Honestly, it has taken a lot of the carelessness out of me in situations that I otherwise would be like, just hurry and get it done. When
0: when I work with entrepreneurs,
1: there's always this rush. Oh yeah, and
0: it's like, when do you need this by? When you know, when when do you have to have it? And I'm pretty sure that's the
1: definition of entrepreneurs rush. I, it feels like it, right? Yeah.
0: So you know, when I was doing business consulting. And I would have people that would come into my office. There was a a sure sign of failure when you'd have these businesses, they would come in and they would, you know, you'd ask them, like, okay, what can I help you with? I need a business plan. Oh, okay, cool. When do you need the, I, I need it right now. Yeah. Because I've got the best idea and everyone's going to steal my idea, you know, and, and I'd hate yeah. to, hate to tell them that I'm just like, guess what? I've heard this idea already three times this month It's not a new idea you know there are seven billion people on this planet um, the probability of you having something completely original is, is not good yeah and you know like the ideas out there and and but they're always like I, I gotta have this I gotta have it super fast and so what I would do is I'd be like, okay, no problem I'd walk them through the steps of the business plan and I and I would tell them okay, these are the things that you need to have. And in each section, I'd give them a little homework that they would need to have. You know, like, okay, company profile. You yeah, need to figure out what's your mission, your vision, your values, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, and, and then I'd be like, okay, products or services. I, I want a product menu. I want you to, you know, kind of spell out yeah. exactly what you sell, what price you sell it at. Uh, define your market, you know, do some target marketing, some market research, those kinds of things and put together uh some sales forecasts and i'd I'd usually pause there and i'd say okay if you can get me those things oh i'd throw in management team you know but i'm like if you can get me those things then we'll go ahead and we'll we'll see what we can come up with and so i'd give them that assignment i'd be like okay when do you think you can get that by Oh, tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. How about we schedule like something out for a next pencil week? And a
1: notepad, and they're like, "We're doing this right now." I thought. Yeah. I yeah. got to have it, man. Yeah. I'm going to the bank later today. Right. <laughs> Take out a second mortgage on my house, and and and, and, and so
0: I, I I tell these guys, I'm like, "Okay, when do you think you can have this?" Uh, next week, and I'm like, "Cool. Yeah. Let's schedule how, Thursday, three o'clock." I got I've got a spot open. You know, come on back. And so they'd schedule something. And about thirty percent of the time, and I actually tracked the, the statistics on this. About thirty percent of the time, they never actually showed up again. Oh, for sure, you know. Um, and then when they did show up, inevitably they were never done. They're like, "Oh, I, this week was just busy.
1: It was the You wouldn't believe yeah. what happened.
0: Everything that I, I mean, it was just such a crazy week. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." because I wasn't expecting that at all. Right. Like, I always hear it. I'm sorry. This isn't original. Yeah. You know. And I I just learned that having a sense of urgency only works when you have the plan to back it up. But having mm-hmm. a sense of urgency, you know, you you can run on a treadmill and go nowhere and get just as tired as if you hike five miles and get to the top of a beautiful mountain peak. Yeah, uh, You know, one you travel, one you don't, both you get tired. Yeah, and, and I see so many businesses that they're, or entrepreneurs I should say, that are on this treadmill of insanity yeah. where it's like, we got to do this. Wait, we got to do this. Wait, we got to do this. Wait, yeah. we got
1: to, and I'm like, just slow it down. Yeah. Slow is smooth. Yep. So I feel like the hiking analogy is, is a really good one. And I want to run with it a little bit further because I feel like, um, once you have the, the only way that urgency can benefit you, or at least the only way that I've seen it actually like long-term results type of a deal benefit an entrepreneur or a business is when there's already momentum happening right when right. when the business is already established and things are going and there
0: are times to rush. I'm not saying right. that you can just kick right. back and be like, oh that's
1: cool. Right. Hey, it's we got like this. It's like you you make your own luck kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's like you if you're if you're prepared for any opportunity that can arise, then you'll have quote unquote have good luck. But really it's just essentially creating your own luck. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I feel like we're talking about here is when, when you have that momentum built up, you can add in that urgency because you're prepared for that particular situation to make it successful. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. Anyway. So when do you know that you're supposed to have urgency?
0: When do you know that you're supposed to hold back? And this is where I love that saying slow is smooth. Yeah. Start slow. I can't tell you how many times it makes more sense to start slow. The, oh yeah. The first thing that I want to tell entrepreneurs is if you're launching a business, figure out a a way to kind of put the training wheels on to, you know, have the little safety net to 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 play in the kiddie pool before you go jump off the high dive. Oh, for sure. Like if you think of anything in life, you always build up to it. Yeah, You know, you don't just wake up one day and be like, huh, I'm going to be a gold medalist in the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. Like you're a little kid on your, on your tricycle and you're like, oh, I kind of like this. And then you start riding your bike with the training wheels mm-hmm. and then you take the training wheels off and then you actually get a decent bike. And then you start training and then it's like, oh, wow, you just won the Tour de France because you have been at this
1: for the last 20 years yeah so that this <laughs> this conversation reminds me of an article i was reading about jeremy jones he's a professional snowboarder okay and the dude has pushed the limits in, of snowboarding uh, in every way and just constantly over his career he's constantly one-upping himself and pushing the limit of the entire sport right mm-hmm. um he actually ended up. He was filming uh, a, a spot and ended up getting caught in an avalanche. Unfortunately, Whoa. and broke both of his legs. Okay, in multiple places. Fortunately, nobody died in the avalanche, but this like totally messed up his career, uh-huh. right? Um, so he he breaks both of his legs and goes through. I think he's 18 months deep or maybe 2 years deep at this point into his recovery. Okay. And that's a long time. Yeah. And he so anyway, this dude is like and he and he's still coming back and he's pushing the limits, right? Right. My point is that you don't he didn't just wake up one day like you're saying and be like, "Oh, I'm going to do the first double backflip McTwist." Whatever you know what I mean, Nick Twist. It's legit uh, a snowboarding trick. Oh I'm, really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I have to double check. But um, yeah. So I mean, in like Travis Pastrana doing the first double backflip in, it, it, you just it's not like the first time they jumped on a, a motorcycle and, and did that, right? Right. Uh, it's it's the same thing with with entrepreneurship or small business or anything that you do everybody is like, oh, the double backflip, that's so cool. I'm going to do that. It's like, mm, get your feet on the pedals first. Right. And, and so
0: as an entrepreneur, one of the best things that you can do is... The
1: McTwist is a real thing.
0: Is it really? Yeah. <sighs>
1: okay, you win this one. I'm so cool.
0: <laughs> but as an entrepreneur, one of the best things that you can do is to work in the industry. And spend time in the industry. Yeah, get caught in an
1: avalanche and break both of your legs.
0: Well, okay, maybe not that, but (laughs) other things. Learn on someone else's dime. Oh, yeah. And for sure. You know, that, that sounds a little bit harsh, but here's the truth. If you're passionate about something, if you're wanting to learn the ropes and if you're really dedicated to the point that you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be doing this someday," and you're learning on someone else's dime, you're going to be the best employee they've ever had. Right. Because they're going to be like, "Oh, wow, yeah, you really oh, are yeah. you're paying attention, like you're you're doing things." And but it, your chances of success will just shoot through the roof if you have spent some time Learning beforehand. So, so for oh, yeah. those of you who are thinking, okay, I'm getting ready for the startup. It's like, okay, have you worked in this industry? Have you have you mentored under somebody in this industry? Have you you know studied extensively, or do you just think, oh, I like to snowboard, and, yeah? And so
1: now you know you're a professional. I'm like,
0: mm, yeah. There's so much to it.
1: Well, and how many times it it, it always seems like these people come up with these novel ideas you know what I mean, that Mm -hmm. that open up this new market or whatever, they apply some knowledge in a way that nobody else has before. And it's like, oh, wow, that's a completely new business concept. Well, you only see the success of that. You don't see the the decade prior to that where they've been, like you're saying, where they've been in the industry, maybe in a little bit different way, but they've been able to flesh out all of the details of that, find out what doesn't work. Find out what works currently mm. and be like, eh, I bet if we did this a little bit different, it would be right. huge. Right. And so, but that's all people see. And so it's like, they think, oh, he just went for the double backflip and nailed it. No. He's <laughs> yeah. been practicing that yeah. day in and day out. He's fallen on his head a half a dozen times yeah. already. Well, know? and and that's what I really mean with like, get caught in an avalanche. Like go through everything that you need to, you know, and there's going to be. Have some depth. Yeah. To what you yeah. do,
0: I, we live in an age where everyone's an expert of everything because you know they've watched a video online. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. You watched <laughs> two videos
1: and now you're an expert.
0: I'm like, get, get <laughs> yeah. some
1: depth behind <laughs> yeah. you. Watch three videos. You right. know? Yeah. So I have a friend. I have a friend who's a doctor. Really quick, this is super off. off track. Whoa, he, he didn't become a doctor by watching YouTube, did he? Uh, no, legit. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's he's actually really good at what he does. Okay, but um. So I actually wrecked on a on a motorcycle and uh messed up my shoulder pretty bad. So I'm in the ER, right? And um they and I was dehydrated and like I was kinda messed up. So they're putting an IV in me and I was like, dude, are you sh-? it was him in the hospital. I was like, dude, are you are you sure you know how to do this? And he's like, Yeah, I watched a YouTube video on it before I came in and I was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not helping this isn't I'm not on enough painkillers yet for that kind of talk <laughs> oh anyway. that's awesome that's but, awesome but, but seriously that's how it is I mean you look at so I've been kind of delving into uh, the foundation of of America and, our, and, and the country and, and the founding fathers and the level of knowledge that they had in their oh, respective yeah. fields like talk about these were I mean, some smart people. Yeah, I mean, forget about the, the the fields that they went into. A lot of them went into law, right? And sure. were like incredible lawyers or or jur- uh, judges or, or what have you. But even prior to that, their their classical education is like it blows our education out of the water mm-hmm. today. I mean, they were so hyper focused on education and. And, and and that death. learning and
0: history and yeah.
1: societies and all and, that. and oh, we just man. don't have that anymore.
0: I know, I know. We we we've gotten very shallow. We're swimming in a pretty shallow pool right now. Yeah. and so we're we're experts, you know. <laughs> in, yeah, <laughs> in two inches of water. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and and so here's the thing that I want to talk about. We've been talking about okay, if you're getting ready to do a startup, that. You know, spend some time in the field, you know, get some industry experience. Yeah. But there's there's a dangerous thing that happens here. And I want to talk to those who are already in business. A lot of times entrepreneurs think that because they've been in business for a number of years, that that automatically means that they are an expert. Yeah. And I'm like, well, here's the problem that happens. And I see this time and time again. Um a lot of times they're learning through the school of hard knocks. Yep. Like they're just out there trying to figure things out. And because they're entrepreneurs, they're like trailblazers. They're the Mm -hmm. ones in the front. And so they're not following someone else. Now they kind of blaze a trail and they get to where they need to go. But a lot of times they have no one to learn from other than themselves. And if you start getting this fallacy of thinking that your expertise, because you've blazed a trail, it's like, no, 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 no. You need to take the time to learn from someone else. And so, you know, just because you own a copy center doesn't mean that you're a graphic designer. Just because you are an electrician doesn't mean that you're an electrical engineer, you know. Yeah. I mean there, there there are so many things and and I see these small businesses that they they get stuck. They get to these roadblocks. I mean, I, I was working with this guy thirty years of expertise and I thought, holy cow, you know, he knows a lot. Yeah. And I started talking to him and I found out I'm like, Okay, yeah, you know, this, like you found a niche. I I will give you that. And you've been hyper successful in that niche, but you can't, you can't take two steps outside of that niche. Right. You know? And, and so what, what I would say is if you're a startup, you know, get, get a mentor, get some industry experience, do those kinds of things. If you're in business, get some training. When was the last time you as an entrepreneur sent yourself to a training program or, you know, and, Again, uh, we're going to bash on YouTube here for a second because we already did. <laughs> sure. YouTube's great. It's not training. You know, it, it, it's like right. anyone can post on YouTube. That doesn't mean that that's where you want to get all your information. It doesn't make it valuable. Right. Just and, because it's there. And so pay some money. Don't be afraid to pay some money. Don't be afraid to take some time out of your business. If you oh, are yeah. not. Consciously engaged in developing your skill set decades after you've been in the business. I'm sorry, yeah. you're falling
1: behind. Oh yeah. Well, and I, and I love that you said consciously engaged, right? Because there's this rule, uh, and this is absolutely a cliche at this point. The the ten thousand hours. You know, yeah, ten thousand hours, and you're an expert. Right. Well, if you just like float by for ten thousand hours, I think I've slept for ten thousand hours. Right. Am I'm I a sleep so expert? So pro. <laughs> I'm so pro at being a dream doctor. Yeah. Ooh, (laughs) that's fancy. (laughs) A dream doctor, dream engineer. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if you're in business for a decade and like you're saying, you get to this point in business where, yeah, you may have blazed a trail, but you kind of get this process figured out and you start making some money and you're comfortable doing this and that, uh, if you're not constantly pushing that boundary in some way or another, you're not purposefully uh, engaging yourself in in your work or mm-hmm. in your growth or in your expertise. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it doesn't it doesn't actually count toward those ten thousand hours. Just because you're you're sleeping for ten thousand hours doesn't make you a pro at sleeping. Yeah, I've like. I've slept for ten thousand hours too, and I still wake up and my back hurts sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so, <laughs> just just being there doesn't accomplish it. Exactly. You, and so you got to go
0: deep yeah. again. The it's depth. It's this
1: purposeful engagement. So, an example I really love um, of this is the Harmon Brothers, and I swear, I, I swear on my life, we're we're not paid by them to like promote their business or whatever, but they. Uh, they have a training that they lay out exactly how they do what they do, mm-hmm. and um, they've they've Daniel Harmon has, has said a few different times that they've done this for the purpose of of pushing now, themselves. Now, now, as now these well. are the
0: guys that did like the
1: Squatty Potty and the purple yeah, mattress, exactly. And this, okay, okay, the poop guys, <laughs> the poop guys. Yeah, and they made a lot of money. Yeah, well, yeah, and their clients like.
0: If if you look at the story of the squatty potty, okay. So for those who don't know, the squatty potty is everybody just this, knows what a squatty potty. is. No, it's like not, a household not thing. Not everybody. It's knows. like pop culture. Yeah. Okay. For those who don't know what the squatty potty is, it's this little bench that goes under your toilet and it helps you poop it better. <laughs> and they they had to market this, and they had this challenge of just like, how do you market the, you know more efficient pooping, and. You know if you follow the story there's actually some pretty cool things on youtube that you can (laughs) if if you follow the story of these guys or this specific you know instance it it's super interesting because going back to that you know, uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. That's exactly what the Squatty Potty Company did. They figured out how to manufacture their product. They figured out what worked yeah. with their product. They had everything ready yep. before they went and reached out to the Harmon Brothers. And mm-hmm. by the time they reached out to the Harmon Brothers, and there's this uh, there's this interview with one of the owners, and they're just like, uh, yeah what they wanted us to do I don't yeah. know if I was ready you know yeah. I don't remember exactly what he was saying but well they 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 rejected it up front they were like, nah, we're not doing that yeah <laughs> yeah it's a pooping unicorn yeah <laughs> and and they finally went with it and their sales just skyrocketed mm-hmm. because it was a hugely successful marketing plan yeah but it would not have worked if their business was not organized on the front end and that's the mistake so many people they get into this and they're just like, Okay, we can do what other people have done, and I'm like, okay, th- their road was smooth. They paved their road before they went fast. Yeah. Your road, it's 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 not even you know leveled yet. Like yeah. you got stumps in the middle of your road, and and you think you can go you know 70 miles an hour on this? It's not going to happen. Yeah, I totally cut you off. You were going with the Harmon Brothers training. I apologize.
1: No. Uh I don't remember at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you,
0: you you were talking refresh about my how, memory. how they lay out the process. And oh the yeah, no, it was just
1: bad, so so they lay out this process to push themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They they basically uh, give away their formula to other marketers and those that wanna take the training, small business owners and the like, so they can basically produce their own Harman Brothers type ads, essentially, yeah, right? Yeah. Not necessarily to go viral. There are tons of businesses that the Harmon Brothers have worked with that they don't have viral ads, but they make an insane amount of money off of their ads because mm-hmm. they work, right? right? Their formula works. They're targeted well. So they've given that away and they are pushing the limits of what they're doing. They're going for the next thing.
0: And I think that that really embodies the whole thing that we're trying to talk about with the you know, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Right. Is I agree. They, they, they've figured out a process. And that's, you know, we just, we're, we're wrapping up here. And, <laughs> yeah. and I I, I kind of want to hit on this. And, you know, I mean, we've touched on it, but I really want to emphasize this as, as we wrap up. And that is the process. So many people want to go fast. Everyone wants to go fast. It's sure. exciting to go fast. Oh, it's yeah. fun to go fast. All the stories you hear about, you know, when you look at like the 40 under 40 type, you know, things that they yeah. are always in the magazines. Dude, and- I hate those lists. <laughs> I hate them.
1: Because <laughs> you don't hear the whole backstory. You know yeah. there's a huge backstory there. and, and, and that's- It's like the seven-year-old that shows up on Oprah because she started some foundation for homeless kittens in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Like her parents did all the work. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean?
0: And, and, and so I, I look at this and I'm like, okay, I know it's exciting to go fast. I know it's glamorous and sexy to go fast. Yeah. But is your road paved? Right. Do you have, you know, and, and, and think of it this way, the smoother your road, the faster you can go. If you are, if you are you know, going through the jungle and having to, you know, chop down all of the, the you know, the plants in your way, then you're going to go really slow. Yeah. Well, if you have a, a dirt road, you're going to go slow. If it's a gravel road, you might go a little faster. If it's a paved road, you can go super fast. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of an introspection and yeah. saying are you mature enough to not get sucked into the glamor of yeah. going fast? Because you see all these other successful entrepreneurs and I'm like, you know what? A lot of them aren't successful. A lot of them have this appearance of success. It's not, it's not true because how many
1: of these businesses go under and it's like, yeah. oh, well, all along, they really weren't doing it right. Well, even even if it is true and they are that one in a million, like not everybody's gonna be the one in a million. The uh, hundreds of thousands of millions of other entrepreneurs that are super successful, they slow down and they do it right the first time.
0: Yeah. There, there is a factor of luck that goes into entrepreneurship. For sure. And it's just, it's there and it's real. And, you know, when I was talking with businesses, a lot of times I would tell them this. I would say, imagine if I went down to Vegas and, you know, I, I, I bet all my money on red and I made a million dollars and then I wrote a book on you know how to be successful yeah. how, how how to win at the tables every single time yeah and I'm like it's crap it's right. not legit it's I got lucky sure. there were you know for my luck there there were a thousand guys who didn't yeah. get lucky and they're not out there writing a book that says Avoid the tables because you'll get screwed because that doesn't sell. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, And and so as an entrepreneur, yeah, there are successful stories out there. Some of them are luck. Some of them are really hard work over years and decades. Yeah. But how smooth is your road? Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. Know where you are. Know when to go
1: fast. Don't go fast when you have a really bumpy road and you're going to hit a stump. Right. Yeah. Take your time. To tie your shoelaces right the first time. (laughs) Seriously. Whether that's market research or whatever it is you're doing in your small business. Yeah. Getting some training. Yeah. Training your employees. Yeah. Coming up with processes. Yeah. Just graduating from college. Yeah. Get some experience. Take your time. Do it right. So I feel like that's a really, yeah, a really good way to just kind of wrap that up. In a nutshell. We'll go ahead and top it off there.
0: Sure. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, check us out at www.marketingmanagementmoney.com. Let us know what you think. If there's a topic you want to hear about, if there's something that's going on in your business, you can reach out to us and uh, check out some of the other episodes that we've done. And until next time, we'll see you. Take care, guys.